Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have a good time hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. Good to be back after a, kind of a, a long holiday here. And of course, joined by two of my favorite people. Michael, how you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? Uh, new year. Uh, uh, same, old, here. <laughs> same old me. Uh, same old bully. <laughs> How's it going? Good, good. And Hydralisk, welcome back. Yes, thank you. It. I feel like it's been forever. It hasn't really been that long, but it, it does feel like it's been a while. So I'm super stoked to be back. Yeah, it was a little funky because we didn't record live last week. I think it was a few days before. And so yeah. it, it's been closer to two weeks, I guess, sort of. I feel like I'm in like holiday hangover mode. But anyways, it's really good to be back. Uh, excited to do another show tonight. And we've got a special guest joining joining us tonight. So I'd like to give a warm welcome to WoW legendary Hearthstone player and streamer. Welcome to the show, Glare. How are you doing tonight? Good, man. It's good to be here. Thanks for the warm welcome. And uh, really excited uh, to check this, this cool little space you guys have here out. I've been sort of following the podcast weekly uh, for maybe a month, three weeks, and uh, and being able to, to hang out and, and follow what you guys do and then have the opportunity to jump in and, and, and really take part in what's going on here uh, is, is really a cool opportunity. I think it shows how cool uh, being a wild player is, right? We, yeah. uh, we don't always, maybe in standard, as, as Hearthstone players have the chance to, and I don't know if you guys play Hearthstone, in standard, but uh, in wild, it's such a small, close knit community among mm-hmm. you know the people in in you know legend rank anyway that are like really invested in wild, where we can kind of create a space like this. And I know people who have been on this show, not personally, but through my friends list. I know, I mean, it's just a really cool opportunity, and I'm I'm grateful to be here. So that's where it's uh, coming from for me at this point. Very cool. cool. Uh, happy to yeah, have well, you. Yeah, we're we're very stoked to have you on the show. We're yeah, seriously. Excited. excited. So. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, so for those people who aren't as familiar with you, could you do us the favor of giving a, a brief introduction? I mean, who who are you? How long you've been playing Hearthstone and, and that sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would just say I'm a big fan of Hearthstone. I, I play about eight hours a day most days oh uh, currently. I know, right? That's a big uh, fan. I'm, I yep. am 155 <laughs> on the battle pass. I do have the 20 uh, 20% like bonus XP, so I'm getting more XP than maybe somebody who's trying to free to play the game. Um, but good I, feel like I have right now. Let me look. I have 12,950, so 12,950, uh, and that's Dang. about 9,000 of that came since the battle pass. Uh, just just grinding away, playing eight hours a day. It just kind of comes naturally. Uh, which it's kind of amazing, actually, when you think about it, man, because I've been playing eight hours a day, sometimes more, for about a month and a half now, mm-hmm. and I'm only 150 in the Battle Pass, right? Like, you think how much 
it's going to take for somebody who doesn't play that much to to hit even a hundred, and it, it kind of blows my mind. Three fifty is you know? the max, right? Yeah, three fifty is the new max. Yeah. It's one fifty, and now I'm sort of like in this new mode where it, it's it's a good system, I think, uh, when it comes back to. Um, if I can like detour to this for a second, I like the battle pass. Um, I think it's unfortunate that it kind of monetizes the game in another way, but at the same time, I think it's a good opportunity for people who are going to pay for the game to to min max the game, right? So if you're going to be playing a lot, like for me personally, I get a whole lot out of it, right? It's a it's another way of enjoying the game. Um, through like the achievement stuff, it, it got me to uh, build a, a really cool um, big paladin that I was messing around with. That was like really really fun. At the end of the month, maybe a month and a couple of days ago, at this point, where I, I knew I wasn't going to be like super high legend going into December of 2020, and uh, I had this idea that I wanted to build uh, as many old gods as I could into paladin. <laughs> right, and I just I did it. And it was super fun, and I had like a fifty percent win rate, huh. and it was maybe the most fun I've had like in a while playing Hearthstone. I had you know Paladin and Nazdormu to get to ten mana crystals fast. I had uh, Nazoth with like Nuzoth, the the new one, and I had I think I had old Nazoth as well. I had both Yogsarans, and I had um, Yasaraj and some extra like burn potential with. Um, with um, the four mana three four that deals four or heals you for four, circus medic I think. No, that so it's, it's that kind of thing. It's <laughs> that kind of thing that just you can kind of end up getting sidetracked from from the game, which is like a really cool opportunity. Um, obviously, playing eight to ten hours a day, I can kind of it gets stale occasionally. Um, I know that's a problem we're having as a wild community right now. I think most people, even the secret mages, can agree that secret mage is too prevalent. Um, I know I played a lot of Secret Mage last month, and it's that mirror is fun, but it's only fun for maybe an hour or two a day when I'm playing against it. All I the played time. it all. It's, day it's a bit too much. I, every time, I like I didn't even want to queue it. I was just doing it because I was ranking up. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Just flat it out. Just, yeah, it gets a little stale, obviously. But so, how oh, yeah. did you end up getting into the game? So, um. I was introduced to it by my brother. Uh, I was trying to get him to uh, to join us on the podcast. I don't know if uh, Nate was telling you guys, but he is uh, on a weird schedule from the holidays, I think, and also not really as involved in in uh, in like wild constructed Hearthstone right now as he is in Battlegrounds. I mean, that's his like main Hearthstone format right now, and then he plays Fortnite on the side. Um, but he helps me build my decks a lot of the time. This one here is a, is a glare special, but Tempo has been really instrumental in getting me into the game, getting me better at the game. He played Magic as a kid uh, for a lot of years, so he really understands card games and understands how to to make decks. And, and he's just been a really cool influence on, on on me and my like growth as a Hearthstone player. So it's it started out as a social thing, right? It started out I wanted to connect to my brother. And I ended up really liking the game. And then when coronavirus came this year, that's really what got me to play, you know, eight, 10 hours a day is that with the coronavirus and not having as many social outlets, um, I really wanted to have something I could do where 
I mean, it feels like it means something, right? That we're here talking about Hearthstone. Like, it's not just a game. It's kind of like a social connectivity mm-hmm. among the four the four of us. I mean, we're random people that would never have met each other otherwise, most likely. So I think that's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I seek that out mm-hmm. quite a bit. It's why I, it's why I picked up streaming as well, um, just to, to connect mm-hmm. the people in my friends list in, like, a, a space that isn't strictly Hearthstone, like, I've played some guitar on my channel. I just kind of hang out sometimes and talk to people. Um, I try to keep it real positive. So, like, I have been known to um, to have to, like, ban people who who aren't... Not even... It's, it's interesting, right? Because I want the space to be so positive that I wouldn't have to ban someone. Like, they would just naturally kind of understand that the space is a positive space to, to experience, like, Hearthstone... And the positivity that I think can come with a, a game as cool as as Hearthstone. But to answer your question more directly, uh, which I believe was, how did I get into Hearthstone? It was my brother, um, coronavirus, and I think I've gotten decently good at it. So it's kind of reinforcing itself, right? Like I, I've gotten to a place where I'm getting to Diamond 5 anyway on day one with an off-meta like even Warlock that I made myself. So and that you, feels pretty good. I mean, it's like a, a not a pride thing exactly, but I'm proud that I did that, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. You haven't been playing all oh, day yeah. long, right? Um, I've been playing seriously since March. And I hit Legend for the first time in May or maybe late, late April. Wow. Uh, but I only I started hitting Legend like early in the month, about four months ago. Yeah, see, that's impressive. I think, I mean, gosh, I have been playing for... I don't at least a year, almost two years before I hit legend. I think, I mean, I wasn't playing eight I mean, hours a day, to, but to, <laughs> it was that might it was, the, it, was the, it was a different ranked system too. I know that when I was playing the ranked system before, I only got to rank thirteen because I was in college and uh, you know working on the side, so I would fit in games when I could and play when I could as a social thing with my brother mainly. But I didn't have enough time to hit like the high ranks, right? Which was fine. It was what I was looking for. I'm sure there are people in our um, in our chat right now who play with the intention of doing well and having fun and never get to Legend, maybe not even Diamond 5. And that's completely fine, right? If you have a different goal from me, mm-hmm. I absolutely respect that. Um, for me, it's, it's like I said, I want to be as good as I can be, which is not necessarily the best, but pretty pretty good i mean i would hope playing eight to ten hours a day that i would be able to pick up on some some higher level stuff right um but then to have fun doing it to help other people in the community have fun doing it and to sort of like spread what my brother gave me right which is like a game that i can take to a level that it's like kind of part of a lifestyle right where, where I'm, I mean, maybe maybe not encourage people to play eight to ten hours a day. Like it's good to have a life besides Hearthstone, but uh, maybe encourage people to to learn a new thing. Right? Um, whether it's an aspect of Hearthstone that maybe they didn't realize was was a thing, or uh, an aspect of life that they maybe didn't realize was a thing. I tend to go philosophical sometimes, and and a lot of my um, thought process about life is wrapped up in Hearthstone right now, right? Because I play so much. 
So I'll, I'll tend to philosophize stuff while I'm playing and talking through like my plays on, on my chat anyway. Um, so, since, so since you only started recently taking it seriously, did you have much of a collection before you started taking it seriously earlier in the year or have you had to build it oh, uh, since then? I had, to, I had to buy the cards for, um, for some of the older sets. I don't have the full uh, older sets. Um, and that's unfortunate, right? Because I'd like to be able to flex like golden cards, but at this point I just kind of have the cards that I need and then don't disenchant because I'd eventually, I think, like to have a fully completed collection, if not a fully completed gold collection. So it just doesn't make sense for me right now to, to burn cards. It does kind of feel bad that you almost have to pay into wild though. I don't know if you guys agree with that. I don't know um, what your status is as far as like completing your collections or not. Like, but per- personally, I I feel that y- yes, you do kind of have to buy your way into wild. Depending on how fast you want to get in, right? Because I mostly have a completed collection. I'm only missing maybe like fifty cards out of the whole thing on yeah. uh, on NA. But for like. From the free-to-play aspect, I've been able to, on EU and Asia, build collections where I have meta decks, like, on those accounts. And it takes a while, yeah. but you you definitely can do it. Like, it, it is a thing to be able to do it. It's not, it's not super Absolutely, easy, yeah. but, like, you can start I... off with your Pirate Warriors and your you get your Baku and your Gen so you can do odd and even that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And then eventually you get there, but I've seen, I've seen my brother actually do that on Asia and on Europe. He has gone pretty much free to play over there just as a challenge and and does exactly what you were saying, where you get Baku Gen and like before it was nerfed voracious reader, even now you might want that card. Um, But that you can go through it from like, uh, a perspective of I'm going to try to spend as little money on this game as I can. For me, I think of it like I spend about a hundred dollars a month on Hearthstone, just buying packs, and then you know with the Battle Pass, twenty extra dollars. I do play a lot of Battleground, so I have the four choices on the heroes for that. And then on Europe, I have um, spent twenty five dollars on my account, and on Asia, I've spent nothing. And so for me, it, it I compare it to like going to the movies, right? I mean, obviously, it's it's an investment into one movie. It goes on and on and on and on, and maybe you don't need to spend as much on the movie as as I'm choosing to. But a hundred divided by, I mean, it's like a dollar an hour, maybe, maybe less. Yeah. For what I'm paying into Hearthstone, so I justify it, I guess, to myself um, is really what it is. But but when you come down to to the reality of it. If you're spending less time, maybe spend less money. If you're spending more time and you can, spend more money, right? I mean, well, it's not I... like Blizzard needs the money necessarily, but um, it's nice. I've been blessed that I have the opportunity to spend money into it and that I can go from having like almost no cards to having, I mean, all of the classics that completed, um, have like two or three of the older sets completed, uh, when the new sets come out, I tend to, to buy into those completely. And so I have, um, 
I think all of standard except for maybe two cards completed. Pretty nice. sure. Okay. And they'd be older sets too, like Rise of Shadows or uh, I think it's Ul Doom that's in standard still. I don't I don't know because I don't play standard as much <laughs> like what the rotations <laughs> are, so I don't think about it, but it's funny how um, you forget I, the names of the standard expansions because I used to always know exactly what standard expansions were, and eventually I just forgot because I mean I barely touched the format. Yep. Hey, quick one for Hydra. You said yep. that um, it you said it takes a while to collect when you play free to play. Would you mind um, give me some detail like how long a while would be? <laughs> Are we talking like a month, two months? Six months? Should I I plan for the long road? Excuse me. No, you got to plan for the long road. Like basically, my my EU account, I believe, is three years old at this point. And on there, I have like quest mage, secret mage. I did have. See, I I went on mage at first. I I had the (laughs) the tempo mage that got nerfed because they got rid of mana worm. Uh, yeah, that, that that bummed me out at the time, worm. but um, and then so I have you know like uh, even shaman. I've got you know your typical pirate warrior, your aggro druid, uh, odd paladin. Like I I have got basically anything that you want. Like I don't have Reno decks. That's the one thing is I don't have because that's expensive, right? Yeah. So things that are like singleton decks, those those tend to cost a lot more. But I I started off just having maybe two or three of those decks. Or uh, what, what was your favorite? Your your Mech Pally. I built that the Mech Pally. That didn't cost very much, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And so that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe it took me at least a year to probably have a decent collection mm. of a bunch of stuff. But you can build a deck or two in a couple a couple months to have something that's going to work in the meta. But yeah, if you want to end up I, having... I, I respect that, because um, I can confidently say, like, there are people like you that this is built for, but, like, I can only play, like, casual games, like, on, like, my Nintendo Switch. I couldn't play, like, other accounts and, like, wait that long to, like, get a collection. I It would kill me, so props to you and people like it, you. It was over boredom, sure. to be honest. <laughs> being, being bored of the rank I was at in on my main account is the only reason I did it. That's so cool though, that you had like the tenacity to stick it out for two to three years. Like that's a long time to be. Yeah, that's what I'm I, can, yeah. I can, I can relate. Like, I think I probably spent a hundred dollars before I, I spent a hundred dollars a month. You know, my collection was very small when I, I started in 2016. Like I picked the game up for the first time in 2016, but I didn't like mm-hmm. seriously play for, for three, four years. Uh, I think it was it was June or July of 2016, on like a vacation, and and we uh, we were just hanging out. My brother was like, "Hey, there's this fun game that came out relatively recently." At that point, <laughs> it was Hearthstone, and he showed me Hunter and said, "Play this until you understand the game." And he told me that <laughs> that Hunter is pretty easy. You just push the button, and I did that, and it was fun. It and is then, this fun uh, game. <laughs> and then I'm an, and then I'm an aggro player now. Um, that's so funny because that's what I got my son to play. Is Hunter? Yeah, that's how to do it. If someone's uh, oh, not a card game player, man, I had no idea how to play card games. Like beyond, you know, I don't know what war. 
with like a deck of cards. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> like I had never played cards. I I hadn't even ever played um, poker like spades before. Uh, a little bit of poker, yeah. Like, like okay, uh, okay. Uh, I, I don't even know what they're called, but like stud. I think I played a couple of a uh, couple of rounds of that with friends and stuff before I played before I played uh, Hearthstone. But I I did I had never played something that was a strategy game, right? Where like poker can be a strategy game, but it's really like can you bluff well where sure hearthstone is that as well that's the beauty in it so much more as well yeah i like i like poker a lot oh but I'm see no 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 it, there's right? there's no there's no more bluffing in hearthstone because people well i do but people don't play ice block and secret mage so you just go face yeah <laughs> well no um the, the, bl- the bluffs would be like um hand reading bluffs i guess Right. Well, there's it, there's it, little things, you know, like when I've got, you know, two copies of the same card, one that's in the middle of my hand and one that I just top decked. And of course, I'm yep. going to play the one that I top decked. So they get all mad that like, oh, you just drew into the perfect answer. Right. Uh, it's just it's like your psychological warfare. It's not the same as poker, but it's it's something right. No, but there's not little, just jamming the cards. There's little things. Hey, quick question yeah. for you. How did you come up with your username, Glare? Where does that come from? Oh, uh, I play a lot of Dark Glare. I've played about 1,500. Sorry, I say played. I've won 1,500 games um, with Dark Glare. One? Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have 1,450 wins with Warlock, and I had less than 100 wins with Warlock before Dark Glare came out, and I don't play other Warlock decks. I believe it. Except for like today, I played about 40 games with this deck that I wanted to like take to the show. But, you know, eight to 10 hours, uh, I played a little bit when it was when it was like super OP because there was just what you had to do. But I was actually countering it with a Reno priest for a while that had mind blast in it, not just like demolish people. I got to rank 88 from 1700 in 36 hours, which is my, my biggest climb ever. Nice, um, nice. It was super fun because it was just everybody was playing glare and I had uh, the capacity to, to just mulligan for oh, that's the smart. thing that blocked them, right? A buddy in my list was like, you should do this. And then I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And I won a lot of games. And I learned a lot too because I had never done the um, the Reno Priest mirrors before. It was like I, I didn't have the cards and then I, I was looking at it and I was missing like Raza and something and I crafted Raza and maybe Spawn of Shadows and had the current metal list for um for Reno Priest like back two months ago or whatever, mm-hmm. whenever it was. And um and so I like learned Reno Priest playing in a Dark Lair meta. And that was like super rewarding because Reno Priest at that point was teching uh Wave of Apathy and um, and uh, Mind Blast, if you knew to do it against um, against Darkler, and that was like a super easy matchup because of that. Unless you were at like high level, maybe, and people were just avoiding. You know, if you went down to six, I couldn't do anything about it. But uh, for the most part, it was just free wins against Darkler, and then I had to kind of learn the the mirror matchup with Reno Priest, which I think made me a better player. Almost um, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's a tough matchup, right? Because there's it's it's all like knowing what your opponent can have and mm-hmm. knowing the deck and knowing based on like you know if you played X card that means he's running this person's version, but if you played another card it means they might be running their own version. Or uh, and then if they played you know if they played Raza, you didn't get Raza. Maybe you got to play Seance, and then you can get ahead because you got Anduin. They didn't get Anduin. 
Sorry, yep. my bad. Go ahead. No, no, absolutely, absolutely, man. Am I going to need? I guess I'm, I'm thinking like, am I going to need? Um, in that particular case, am I going to need seance later? Uh, is seance more valuable now on um, on Raza, or am I going to draw into my Raza and I'm going to need a Reno uh. duplicated or to duplicate Spawn of Shadows, which is probably more likely what I would do. But yeah. like, when when to use the cards that you have, right? Um, mm-hmm available to you and like managing resources is really really important with raza obviously and then much less important with face hunter which is what <laughs> i was like born and raised to play <laughs> uh so it really got me to to understand how the, the higher level players are playing yeah and that was i think the, the first month that i hit legend like early in the month was that month i think i was playing dark lair and then got kind of sick of Dark Lair because I, I wasn't amazing at it. I'm still not very good at it, um, considering how many games I have. Like people like Lasagna and Maxi that I've talked to are like just incredibly good at it, um, where like they just intuitively do the math and don't have to think as much about the turns as me. So they probably uh, have more math experience in their past than I do. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're just smarter than me. It might be that I. Uh, I'm not learning from my games. It could also be that I had Zephyrus in my deck for about 200 games and, and was trying to have fun while playing Dark Lair. So I don't know. But those two in particular, though, um, Maxi and Lasagna, I've had uh, particularly interactions with Maxi, and I have a lot of respect for the way that they play. Um, it's just very clean, and the decks that they build are very, very clean. So that's that's another really cool thing about Wild too is people like and you know who knows if maybe somebody else who's anonymous came up with those lists and they just ended up playing them but it seems like people are pretty honest about who's making the lists right so you can kind of tell for the most part maybe uh, where lists are coming from and people tend to get credit for what's being being made which is really really cool. Yeah, unfortunately, I feel like there's not a whole lot of innovation. I mean, there's pretty much for a lot of these decks, there's kind of a core list and then people will, you know, change a small handful of cards and now it's my deck and then it's your deck, you know, I oh, sure. I think that there's still like, I think that there's still some undiscovered gems just waiting out there to, I'm hoping so. There's, I mean, Dark there's gotta be some innovation. It took, it took people a while to find Dark Lair. It's the only one that I really know the story of, right? But it was... It was uh, an Outland card and then a Scalamance deck, but it took like a week before everybody was playing it. So, Before yeah. we go too much further, I want to take a real quick break uh, just to say thank you to the patrons of our show. We really appreciate your support. And I just wanted to give a quick special shout out, uh, particularly to Shokunin and Pug Ugly, who are the executive producers of our show, and also to our patrons. Adam W., Claudette G., Daniel B., and we got a new patron last week, Justin M. Thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, it really Thank means you. it really means a lot. Um, so just we we appreciate everything that you do for us. Uh, if anybody who is watching or listening is interested in supporting supporting the show financially, you can visit our website at borntobewildhs.com. If you click the find us page, there's a link to our Patreon. Uh, every little bit helps, even if it's a dollar per month. It's uh, we really appreciate it. Alternatively. Um, a different way to support would be by purchasing any of the Born to be Wild merch. Uh, we've got hats and shirts and hoodies of all different shapes and sizes. They turned out really good. Uh, a big thank you to uh, Wildcard and his wife for 
putting together the shop for us. Uh, if you guys, anybody's interested in supporting the show in a non-monetary way, just a couple really simple but effective things that you can do. Uh, if you go to our YouTube and like and subscribe, that really helps. Or if you go to iTunes and leave us a review, that would be super awesome. Anyways, um, thank you, everybody. And then one other thing that uh, we like to do at the beginning of the show before we get too much into the meat of things is to do a quick shout out and congratulate any new first time wild legend players. It's always really cool, uh, really special to hit legend for the first time, especially for the first time. And so we kind of wanted to share the love. Uh, we had three people over the past week. Uh, so the first up we have, I'm probably going to mispronounce these names. So I apologize in advance. Uh, but Yashazine uh, says after three years, I finally did it. Um, climbed all the way with Reno uh, LPG mage. So the climb was pretty slow. Thank you. Get me out with EK and fire paladin. Your decks inspired me to do this. That's super cool. So especially going all the way to legend with Luna pocket galaxy mage is, is uh, <laughs> that, yeah. that's quite a feat right there. Very impressive. Especially after the nerves. Uh, very, very impressive. Yeah. So that's a deck that takes time to play for one thing, right? So patience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and impressive. then the next one up I've got, we got a DM from, um, I don't know if it's, uh, Yevin, uh, Antoine. Thanks. Your great show motivated me to get first time legend in wild this month. I did it from bronze in about five days with, uh, X seven bonus, which, oh, uh, doing it without the bonus wow. stars, really is 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 a grind and so uh big big props to that and we appreciate the message it's really nice to to hear so that's congratulations awesome. yeah that's super cool we motivated somebody to play into legend with a seven star bonus yeah isn't that rad wow that's that's, that's super dope guys wow <laughs> the other one that i've got this week which is kind of funny is my my kid brother uh alex uh hit legend over the last week with secret mage he's never done it before he's been playing longer than me and just is, is a lot more casual about it he was the one that got me into the game we play a lot of battlegrounds together uh it saw me oh, cool. playing like kind of over christmas decided he wanted to do it mm -hmm. had it was probably around the same thing i don't i'm not sure how many bonus stars but he hasn't you know, played in months. So he started from bronze 10 did went from bronze 10 to legend in one day. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> playing <laughs> playing, playing secret mage. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's so, so dope. Good for him. So good he texted him. me. I was like, Holy cow. In one day you did this. Um, and I get it. You know, I, I see you've got 10 stars. You've got 11 stars. Like you can do it. And even then it's a grind. But with, uh -huh. and he's probably was probably your like seven star, five star. Like he hasn't played it in months. So uh, it was pretty funny. But, anyways, congrats, uh, Alex yeah. and, and, and everybody yeah, else. Congrats. So yeah, that's cool. awesome. All right. So we'd like to check in with everybody, you know, just see how everybody's been doing, what you've been up to. It's been a little bit. So maybe uh, we'll start off with Glare. How have, you, how have you been doing? What have you been up to this week? Uh, I mean, I could rewind the tape and just say everything I've already said. It's been Hearthstone and Hearthstone yeah. and Hearthstone. Um, actually, uh, an interesting thing that I ended up doing was um, 
I'm a former smoker, right? I used to smoke cigarettes and I was helping a friend try to quit. Um, I don't know if it worked, but I was, I was talking him through the first like phase of, of the process of quitting uh, cigarettes. And that was something that he was really struggling with wanting to quit over the holidays for like mm-hmm. a new year's resolution, but like something he really needed to do for himself. And uh, he, we kind of helped him, me and him work together with his like girlfriend at the time. Um, and we were uh, working through sort of trying to get the epiphany that he had that cigarettes aren't for him to like stick. And I don't know if it has or not, but that was like a really, really cool experience for me having that like experience that was a really negative in my life. Right. I yeah. smoked for three years and I really wish every day that I was doing it. I wished that I hadn't done it. And now that I've quit, I wish that I had never started and being able to take that and turn it into like, you know, I can help this person who's going through a rough spot in their life with like an aspect of that was really, really nice. Um, Must be a nice feeling. Yeah, it was actually somebody in the Hearthstone community. I'm not going to obviously name names, but it was a really cool opportunity to be uh, a positive support for somebody who's uh, part of this community that I really enjoyed being part of. Nice. That's well, really besides cool. that, just a, a ton of... Uh, holiday stuff and um i did uh, a fair bit of cooking for for the family uh oh, nice. with my, my grandparents right now and uh i made like corned beef hash and and just threw together some some odd recipes that i found online and we had like uh meals almost every day throughout the holidays it's really nice yes. i mean obviously we were eating every day, but, like, you know prepared like nice sit down meals a couple of times and it was real nice cool um uh, yeah, besides that, it's just been trying to find the deck that was going to get me to uh, High Legend, and it wasn't Egg Hunter. It wasn't um, <laughs> even Reno Hunter. I really try to push the archetypes that can't work at the end of the <laughs> month, which is why I, like, without fail, go from being able to be on the leaderboard if I wanted to to um, being, like, 3 or 4K every month <laughs> in like the last five days. Cause I, it's not that I give up, but it's, I decide that it's not worth it. Like, I'm like, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. And then eventually it's not worth it. Right. Uh, to get the 11 stars, which is a drag. Cause then it's today and diamond five, I'd probably be legend already. If I had the two times, bon- or, you know, 11 okay, times, to then two yeah. times at, at, at five, but it's fine. I mean, like you said, your brother, um, did it with seven star or, yeah, seven stars from bronze or uh, no, that was uh, that was the other guy. It was, yeah, yeah. Brother I mean, did it with some small number of stars, right? So it's like an impressive thing to do it with that. It can be done, and uh, it's 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 a grind, like you were saying, at any rank, which is reflected in the fact that I'm um, at this point trying to to find decks that are fun, right? Because it's I don't feel like it's as important to me to be like super, super high legend as it is to be enjoying the game and learning the game. Um, I think the best way to do that, I've played a fair amount of arena and that really, really helped me build my deck building skills. Mm. Uh, And so I I now can take those skills that I learned in arena, that I learned playing hunter, that I learned playing a lot of Reno uh, priest in particular and transform that into building like, other Reno decks, right? Like I know that um, obviously Zephyrus goes in every Reno deck, but I know that sometimes you might be tempted if you don't know better to put Alexstrasza in a Reno deck. Most of the time that's the wrong choice, especially since the nerf. 
um, or a series of nerves. I mean, there's, there's stuff that I know from, mm-hmm. from just being in the community that might seem obvious to us that maybe somebody else wouldn't know. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like the, the skills transfer over, man. You know, like I, I played a fair amount of arena. I've played a little bit of duels. Um, I got my first 12 wins in duels actually. Nice. Um, oh, nice. I, Yo, I, I, had never, I had never gotten it in, uh, in arena, even though I played like 1500 games of arena just cause I, I never, uh, I never understood how to play arena to the extent that like I needed to, I think like I figured out how to build the decks just from experience, but it was, it was hard for me to get to 12. Like I would get to 10 or 11 and then sort of fall off. Um, and yeah, I got, I actually got two out of the six heroic duels that I've ever done. I got 12 wins. Nice. I mean, to be fair, it was with the broken, the broken classes, but I felt pretty cool about that. And that's something (laughs) that I, I didn't anticipate happening, right? And then mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, part of it, you get lucky if you're playing duels. I mean, there's certainly that aspect of it with the treasures and all that. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. So I did that about a month ago. Felt really nice. Well, it's almost, like, a, almost a break. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's really cool. I'm glad you had a, a good time off. Family, you know, helped uh, your buddy out, played some games. How about yeah, you, Mike? Great. What what have you been up to? I, yeah, I, I so think you, 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 you've got a bit of a story, right? Um, yeah, but how do you follow a week like that? So um, <laughs> it's been it's been great. Uh, you know, we had a New Year's uh, last night. It was cool. Um, we did the countdown, had some champagne, celebrated. Uh, this week was also the split week, so um, climbing into High Legend started to queue into you know get me out. Starting to queue into uh, who else did I see? Absolute, you know, um, a lot of top 100 players. And then for a while, I just started queuing into, um, yeah, sorry guys, I hard pivoted into Hearthstone from New Year's talk to playing the game um, into like ranked 20 players, like 22, 29, 27, just randomly for like okay. a couple hours straight. And I, I I wasn't sure what was going on, but like once I picked up on the decks they were playing, I just started playing the counter, and then I started climbing up. And the highest I got was like two sixty six, and I floated around there for a couple of days, and then uh, my account had got locked yesterday, the day before. So there was something with the uh, the DNS I had to do like a renew, like flush it, et cetera, et cetera, yada yada. I put the link on the tweet. Um, addressing the issue and um, so once I got back in on the first I saw that I had attained the uh, illustrious 11 star status <laughs> congratulations dude that's awesome that's awesome and that's super cool yeah I wanted to I had a question for you about that I was curious um, how like how did the climb go and how how much did you play you know to get up to there a, a lot of times for me personally, like once I hit legend, like kind of like lose the motivation to, to climb. I've never really tried to push that hard. So what was it like? Okay. So, um, not to call anybody out, but it all started from when Schmoopy had mentioned, um, pushing from where we were both at like 20, 
not 22, like 2200, 2000 rank. And he said, um, we could race to the top 1000. But I don't think he, I don't think he realized I was on work vacation. <laughs> so the second he said it, I jumped online and I I did it in, in like honestly like twenty minutes. And I was just like top one thousand, and then I was like, <clears throat> this is kind of addicting because every time I won a game, now I was winning like forty legend points instead of like two or three, like I was in the twenty two hundreds. So I was like, if I just string together, you know, four or five wins in a row, I'll climb a couple hundred ranks, and that's what happened. So then I kind of got addicted to climbing. I wasn't worried about who I was going into. I was just, like, trying to focus on the matchups. So my brain was literally just focused on, like, the deck I'm playing, what I'm queuing into, and what win streak I'm on. I totally forgot about the challenge from Shmoopy after the 1,000 ring. So that's where it all started from. That's so funny, um, man. I, 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 I intended... This... Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say I ran into Shmoopy on, uh, on Ryder today, and uh, somebody else from the, the podcast who had featured was, like, in my friends list, um, spectating me, she said uh, that that that's a person you should you should friend after. And he's um, he's I don't think he has the the ten times bonus because he was silver when I ran into him, if I recall correctly. Hmm. Uh, maybe he just hadn't started really playing yet or grinding any ladder, but um, it's, it seems like he won the fight there. Yeah, um, that's pretty pretty. Yeah, cool, it was got that yeah, game. it was crazy to see like. It, it's nothing so i'm glad that i'm in there now because i'm not one to beat my chest or brag but i can say if you do know your matchups and you know what to look for and you know how to play around stuff or you try your best like, then sounds like you, you got into a flow state man which is like super cool sounds like what? It. sounds like you got into a flow state like you were just going out going playing hearthstone yeah because you know what like I, I played against um, I played against Tiger Eye like seven times. Wow! I won three. Of, I won three of them. But playing against Tiger Eye is like insane. Playing against Goku, I I was at forty four health. Uh, I got like random armor somehow. Somehow Goku got me from forty four health with uh, yeah. Dark Glare. The Giants they get the whirlwinds and he gets them plus four with power overwhelming like. Playing against those guys over and over and over and over, literally, like it just makes you better. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that talking trash. I'm just saying, like you just see it differently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, that was my week. Eleven stars, baby. Dude, sounds sick, man. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so great. How about you, Nate? How's your your week been going? Uh, you know, it was good. I had a nice uh, Christmas. Some time took about a week off of work, and um, you know, I'm in like up, upper level management and like the nightmare always is when I take time off work, it's like, all right, what, what are the, all the bad things going to happen while I'm gone? And I came back to work and like nothing bad had happened. It was so great. Like hey. it just is so good just to, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, usually I come back and it's like, I don't know, you know, somebody quit, somebody got in trouble. The union's all upset. The computer's broke. The building oh. caught fire, you know, it's, it's always like something horrible. And this time, like just nothing happened. It was so great. Uh, and so, you know, I, it was just pretty mellow. I, I hadn't really played a ton of Hearthstone. 
uh, played actually over the over the break a ton of battlegrounds, which was really fun. Um, I I played a lot with Smork and some other people, uh, a lot of my own really, and it's been fun. Um, I got my ten star bonus, which is fine. I uh, one of these times, like I think Mike, what what you said makes a lot of sense. Uh, when you have like friendly competition with somebody, you know, if you're trying to get, Hey, let me hit, uh, let me hit legend. I'm tr- let's race to legend. Hey, let's race to top 1000. Um, yeah. You know, where you've got motivation to do it. Yeah. And so like lacking the motivation, I was like, well, you know, what am I going to really do? And then I started playing ghost of uh, Tsushima for the PS4 and it's so good uh, between Ooh between the graphics and the story and it was just uh, mm-hmm. like a welcome distraction and i got so hooked on that that not played a ton of hearthstone but now that the ladder reset you know i spent a good chunk of today playing again so we'll see yeah. um i've got uh, my thl matches tomorrow night so hopefully uh that will go well i guess we'll see um, i've heard but, that look- um- I've heard that floating around that tournament THL or something like that. Is that a tournament of some kind that I just have never heard of? It's a kind of tournament league style series of games where there's teams. Uh, Mike could explain it better than me, but essentially you're on a team of five people. You do weekly matches. There's a season uh, that lasts, I don't know, what is it like eight weeks or something like that. And your, you know, your, your points and the points of your team kind of, uh, accumulate over time. And then there's playoffs at the end of the season. And so it's like a friendly competition. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna say because we, we get gifted packs and bundles from blizzard before the lawyers come in. Um, <laughs> it is uh, not a league. It's a, it don't, it, it's a league based series format. I learned this ridiculous hat. League-based yeah. series format. Yeah. So, so send the lawyers back. All right, good. Could I, well, I, I was just going to add to that, that it, they balance uh, the the teams, by the way. You can't just have the most stacked team, like, ever, yeah. because there's different seeds. And so and there's there's a balance there. So you can be on one of these teams, and you can be a you know, like a, a silver player kind of thing, right? Like you, you can be the, the lowest seed and still be on one of these teams and still compete in, in the series, which is pretty cool. Do they do that for wild though? I thought that was only for standard. So I, I was just going to say, but for wild, anything goes. Yeah. Some of these yeah. teams are stacked, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, wild. Sure. Anything goes. So it's wild, yeah, you can, if you want to get in the season just started, so you'd have to wait until the next season. But yeah, yeah, we can send you the info. If it's it's the website yeah, is it's teamhearthlegends.com. Yeah, we'll hook you up. Get you in Discord. That'd be super dope. But yeah, I mm-hmm. mean it's a lot of fun. Um I joined super last minute. I wasn't planning on it and and Doc McButt needed a couple people, so Wildcard and I jumped on a team. Um but uh I know Mike, you've been playing since the, it started, right? And it's a lot of fun. It's a it's um, kind of a commitment, you know? No. Uh Zeroshio has. He's he's actually been trying to recruit me since like six years ago, but I just joined like eight months ago. So it's my first year. Uh Mike, do you I'm know if they too. do they stream the matches? Um yes they do. Yep. I'll drop the link. Cool. And I'll put it in Discord too. That'll help everybody watching and the listeners um 
uh, join our Discord. Check out Discord. I'll have the uh, Team Hearth Legends link so you can see our matches. Super cool. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, I guess that's about it for me. I think I'm mostly planning on playing Warrior this month just because I'm trying to grind out that 1,000 wins. I'm just shy of just shy of 850 right now. Uh, the matchups are really slow. I don't really feel like playing Pirate Warrior, so I probably will jam some more odd. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of had taken a break from making content for the last couple of weeks, just kind of burn out from work and holidays and stuff. But now that things are kind of back to normal, I'll start to ramp back up again. But yeah, I can't complain. Uh, so yeah, everything is, is going quite well. Uh, I started a, a diet today and it's awful. <laughs> what's going on how bad are we talking man is it is it vegan i mean how how full on are we going but uh yeah much needed i i might i was complaining my mom's a nurse right and um, um i my i swear like i'm getting a little bit older right but my knees especially my right knee's been hurting for the better part of a month i was talking to my mom hey mom give me some medical advice like my knee's hurting all the time like what what do i do she goes, oh, lose some weight. It's like, excuse me. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, no shit. No, no, oh, no, my no, God. No filter that's, there. That's, uh, uh, that's rough. Like, I mean, I don't think I have a ton to lose, but I I, I could I could, I could, drop a little bit. So, Dang. anyways. But, no, I'm doing I'm doing well. That's, that's basically it for me. But Ghost of Tsushima is probably uh like game of the year material for me uh i it's really really good so does it have replayability you were saying in in our like i don't think there's much replayability but the game is huge so i mean i i played a lot pumped a lot of hours into it over the past week or week or two and i'm probably like uh, not even a quarter of the way through uh, and I've probably got 20 hours in, I don't know. I mean, but I'm really trying to take my time. It's kind of an open world sandbox style where you're, I mean, without really spoiling anything, you're playing as like a samurai who's trying to recover, uh, his Island, you know, the, from the Mongols and you can like their storyline missions, but then there's a whole bunch of other little stuff. It's kind of like a better assassin's creed in like feudal Japan. It's really good. And it's kind of cool because the idea is that your main character was brought up as a samurai with all these values and honor. And, you know, if I'm going to fight someone, I'm going to fight him, you know, well, I'm, if I, if I'm going to kill somebody, I'm going to kill him looking at him in the eye and we're going to fight an honorable fight. But when it's one guy taking on, you know, a thousand Mongol soldiers, like he, he learns, that hey i gotta maybe do some dishonorable things like ninja style you know assassinate people and sneak in and you know uh and and so he's got this internal struggle like am i this honorable warrior am i this like dishonorable ninja type guy am i somewhere in between but it's like he's uh breaking bad throughout the course of the show yeah yeah exactly or not the show the uh i'm thinking in my head the, game, breaking but, bad, the show but the game yeah yeah but Almost it's like like, like it's, walter white in, in breaking bad yeah it's kind of like the ends justifies the means argument sure. uh and it's really good it's it's been really great so i, I highly recommend it and 
Yeah, I think I sent you over the trailer, right? It's uh, that, it pretty that crazy. That looks super cool, yeah. The, the, just quality of, of what people can create with a computer is amazing. The games have gotten so... Like, when I was a kid, I would have never imagined playing a video game looks like you're watching a movie. It's incredible. So, anyways, Hydra, uh, how you been? I've been doing pretty good. I've been off work since last Friday. And I go back coming up this Monday um, on on my first night off on the Friday. I maybe got a little too excited over vacation and I managed to stay up till about five in the morning, <laughs> which was stupid. I don't know why I did that. But so then you pay for it the next day. Oh, you do I, actually for a couple days in a row because it messes up my sleep schedule where like normally on Saturday mornings, like we'll get up and we'll go shopping or we'll like do something. So I still had to get up at a normal time. And so yeah, I was messed up from then. So I had to either like take a nap or go to bed early. It took me days to get things straight, (laughs) which is unfortunate. And I don't know why I don't like, I do this once every like month or so where I'll do that to myself. And then it's, it's stupid. So I got to figure that one out. I don't. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I keep doing it to myself. But it's been pretty good. I didn't work all week, so I just played Hearthstone. I had cleared all my quests on all accounts. I kept keeping everything clear. And then one thing I've noticed with the way the system is is when I don't have a quest to do. I don't have a lot of motivation to play the game. So what I did was I seriously just played BGs like all week to get your, what is it, like 400 XP an hour kind of thing. Right, right. And so I did a lot of that while watching TV, just had the TV on, playing BGs. I don't know if I got any better at it. <laughs> like, I, like I'm, I'm really good at getting in like the top few, but getting that win... I'm not very good at it. My late game is horrible. So we were talking before the stream about this and it might be good for both of us to turn Twitch on in the background instead of like a movie or music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about doing that just so I can like try to learn while I'm, you know, hobbling along trying to get to my top four. I I think it's a good idea because I've just been watching TV. It sounds really bad, but I probably watched about, 50 to 60 episodes of Frasier <laughs> just because like some, I pick mm-hmm. a show and I just put it on and I believe it. I do the same. That's was the one. So I was watching Frasier and playing BGs for like a week straight. So uh, th- that was basically my week until uh, last night, obviously new year's and um we didn't do really anything. We ended up just, you know, going to bed kind of early. And I actually fell asleep before midnight. And my neighbor, like, seriously, the backyard next to me is where I guess all the fireworks were happening. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and scared the absolute crap out of my wife and I. Like, because we we've had fallen asleep and suddenly, bang! Um, and then like over and over and we were like what is going oh yeah <laughs> new year's fireworks which was uh, a rude awakening oh, but, 
that was pretty funny. And then so today I decided um, it was the start of a new season. Actually, yesterday I did play on Asia and EU a bit when the ladder reset. Not very much. Got up to gold or something on both, maybe. And then today I played on NA and I'm, I believe, platinum three or four or something like that. Um, it was it was kind of funny because I queued up Secret Mage and the first thing I got was a rogue who played Eater of Secrets twice, shuffled it into their deck, <laughs> and also vanished them both. And but like you, you won, right? You won. Again. I did, which was hilarious. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, so like they were prepared, they were ready, they knew what they were doing. Like day one, everyone's gonna bust out some sort of broken deck to try to rank up real quick. And yeah, I, I didn't get a friend request from that person, but I did from a some sort of a control warrior. I don't know what exactly they were playing because the game didn't last very long. They dirty ratted out my five five, um, and <laughs> and and that wasn't a good choice, and they ended up dying after that. And I got a one of those rude. Uh, friend requests, which, yeah, you know, I know if you don't like that someone's playing a meta deck, it happens, mm-hmm. so that's fine. I'm okay with it. it. It's always funny. We like to post those on our Discord, by the way. We, we, we get a lot of those, uh, in our haters gonna hate. I'll have to go check those out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We, people... I get those, and I always, I always chuckle to myself because it's like you, you care that much, I, I, yeah. I yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, we, we take screenshots. Everybody screenshots them, and yeah, we post them in there. So there's Beautiful. a whole bunch you can read through. Haters are gonna hate. Haters are your marketing team. I love it. And yeah, some people will say some some not so nice things. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's basically been my week. I plan on doing some laddering tomorrow. See how high I can get early in the season. I was I wanted to get. Uh, to diamond just before the stream, but I didn't quite make it. But that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's kind of right where I'm at. Like right before no, diamond, no. and I got I got frustrated. I'm like, all right, I'm taking a break. I was feeling tilted. We can uh, have one no, of you guys. Fun. We can have one of you guys play my deck in like bottom. I actually out felt I actually felt tilted. Right. I can't believe it. Really. Then I was thinking eleven size. What the hell, man? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's the MMR, though. I think you get that's the beauty yeah. of the ten stars. Ooh, like, oh my with the eleven, you're going to get uh, more difficult opponents. It's like I win one, I lose one. Lose two, lose three. Lose one, win one. Like damn. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Oh, what was oh. your? Uh, sorry, Mike. What was your um your queue time? Because I was getting like a minute, and then like occasionally two minutes. I know some people get worse queue times day one, but with like ten stars, so, I think I was going against people who weren't as uh, like there were more people in my MMR bracket. Maybe if I understand how that works, maybe I'm like baby MMR eleven stars because my queue times are like forty seconds the most ever. I've never waited longer than like forty seconds. You got to remember that also. There's a lot of people, especially in eleven stars, that go for day one. Day so one. There's a lot of people yeah. playing right now. That's true. My friends list list was full of people climbing today. Same. Yeah, my list, my list is at 150. I was like, damn. Hey, Gold Daniel yeah, hit rank one legend. By the way, I saw that. Yeah, pretty sweet. I saw the leaderboard and I was like, damn, I want to make this so bad. <laughs> oh, hey, I forgot. I I hit uh, level 69 today. So, oh yeah, oh. <laughs> it's an obligatory screenshot. 
Uh, yep. <laughs> I took mine. Hey, so let's yeah. talk about some some news. And one of the things that I forgot to put in the show notes, Mike can talk about it real quick, is that that tournament is tomorrow, right? So yes, sir. Tomorrow at be, 3 p.m. Should be a blast. If you haven't uh, signed up, if you got time tomorrow, if you, uh, you're looking to make some money, uh, check out the link. I'll drop it in Twitch chat right now. I will drop it in Discord one more time. And uh, it's 3 p.m. tomorrow. It's going to be casted by me and Shokunin. Shokunin is the uh, executive producer of Born to Be Wild. Shokunin is also the purchase, the purchaser, and the uh, person who uh, you know bought this microphone, this uh, this arm right here, this camera. Appreciate Shokunin. So we're gonna have a great time tomorrow. It's gonna be awesome. He's I'm an excited. awesome guy. I totally forgot to bring it up too. Uh, I did a bunch of um, co-op games with him over the past week. We sat down one one evening, oh. played for. I don't know. It was probably four or five hours. Uh, oh, wow. We capped out at rank at diamond one, and it was like it was. I don't know. Mm. I, it was probably three in the morning, and it was like got a call yeah. at night. But uh, I was gonna say fatigue. Yeah, I get it. It's I start getting playing poorly like when I'm tired. Uh, unfortunately, you gotta gotta tap out at some point. But, no, I respect it because like your ego comes in like you, you're playing poorly, but it's like, no, I can beat this guy. But <laughs> I do one of those when I get that tired, I, uh, kind of my go to is, all right, I'll um, I'll play until I lose. And then I either hit legend or I, you know, mm-hmm. go to bed. Got and it. Then, but like, I don't know, I was going to grind last night when when midnight hit and I jumped on and I played one game. It was Odd Warrior versus Secret Mage, and I won like easy peasy. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Going to bed on a high note. (laughs) I thought I'll wake up early. I'll wake up early tomorrow Uh, and 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 play. And like, I did not wake up early. Um, I don't know. I I gotta get over this whole vacation mode thing. And uh, I think we're spend the yeah. the weekend like putting away all the Christmas stuff and mm-hmm. trying to get things back on track. But it's over. Anyways, that so so tomorrow, Darkmoon Fair community brawl happening. Two hundred fifty dollars prize pool sponsored by Shokunin and Ben from work. Uh, there's some special rules. Some you can read all about it in the Discord. Uh, it should be a blast. And and um, I didn't sign up, but I'll watch for sure. And I think it'll be great. I love the deck building restrictions. I think it makes the uh, the competition that much fiercer because you can't just, you know, copy paste, uh, you know, some leaderboard meta deck or something from Tempo Storm or whatever. You got to mm-hmm. actually put some time in and, and do some practice and uh, it should be really fun. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm for excited that. for it. Um, we currently have 85 people signed up. So if you guys want to jump in the fun and, uh, you know, boost it up to 100. I'm looking for 15 more people. What's up? Talk nice. to you. Talk to you, boy. Yo, a uh, question about that. Not necessarily about the, the 100 versus 85 thing, but about if people want to just spectate. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's what the 85 is, is people who are participating or people who are, like, signed up to watch or what the, the Those are signed up uh, to there, participate. To participate. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at uh, 85, of, uh, 85 player registered right now. We got... Uh, Neji Boston, we got Rami, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. We got some top legend players in here, man. This is nice. Is it uh, too late to sign up for here. those of us who might be interested? It is not nope, too late. Nope, it is not too late. Maybe after uh, after the, the podcast, y'all can tell me how I could do that. 
Yep. Definitely. Oh, we got Martian Boo signed up. Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Dope. All right. All right. What else we got for news? Not not much news. Uh, I think very little news, in fact. But I think they're pretty quiet on the Hearthstone front. The one thing that uh, we just want to remind everybody is that the Blizzard holiday sale is still going on until January 4th. If you want to get in there, there seems to be something for all the Blizzard franchises uh, up to 65% off on certain items. For Hearthstone, there's if, if you're a collector, and I know that there are some of you out there, Nate Wolf... Uh, <laughs> If if you need all the card backs, there is uh, two in there that you can get that are part of uh, World of Warcraft bundles, and they're ten bucks each, and they come with different mounts and everything in the game. But as well, you get the Battle for Azeroth card back. You know that cool red and blue one that you see in game. And there's also the uh, Warlords of Draenor one in there as well, if anybody's interested in, in picking those up. Well, <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> so I should, I, Are they paying me if I get that? Do I get money? <laughs> right, that's pretty funny. Shokunin was the one that let me know. I was under the impression that you needed to have like a WoW account to get to get these the goodies, but you don't. Um, oh, I had the the Warlords of Renner one from a long time ago. I think I jumped on WoW with the free trial and got this ages ago when I got my Paladin skin or whatever it was. Um, but I I spent the ten bucks uh, for the digital, just the digital goodies for the Battle of Azeroth, and I don't have a WoW account at all. And um, I just uh, it, it just popped right up. I opened up client and bam new new card back okay cool it looks neat so i i had been waiting on that one because previously you had to spend like 40 bucks on it or or more and it was like (laughs) not gonna do that no way absolutely not so no 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 no. uh the warlords of drenner one is basically like a, a wooden card back with like steel border and it is very lackluster yeah it's quite plain the battle for azeroth one is the nice one so yeah, that one looks like regal, like royalty, like yeah, I like it. There are some other cool things in the shop right now. Um, the uh, there's some prints right now of the old gods that are really cool that you can get uh, on sale right now. I I got some statues for my office here, so it's kind of cool. Uh, mm-hmm. The sale's good through January the fourth, by the way, so that everything is up to sixty five percent off. I think. Yeah. Anyways, no news. Hey, uh, do you guys have any clue or any any guess as to when they're gonna drop this thirty-five card like mini expansion? I have a thought, and I don't okay. know if it's accurate at all, but I know that um, in Battlegrounds they said that the uh, this is just a theory, right? But they said that the like uh, every four turns you get a treasure. That was going to be for the next two months from like the 14th of December, I believe. So I would think that maybe they're thinking February, like around Valentine's Day might be the time that they would drop that. I don't have any basis for that. I haven't seen anything official, but it seems like if they're going with like um, the Battlegrounds update going sort of in line with 
uh, the the mini expansion, and it kind of lines up with about halfway through. So I was thinking that might have something to do with um, sort of a, a, a ballpark of when they might drop the, the mini expansion. Does anybody else know for sure when that is? I mean, early on they said about halfway through, and I, I don't think they there was they were pretty vague on it. Very. So. I don't know. I, I remember so, them saying something to the effect of, you know, around halfway through, but are, are they called it mid season mini expansion or something like that? For me, I fully expect when I go on work vacation in February for it to be available. I think all of December and all of January passing by will be enough time for a mid season, whatever, if a sets to come out in March or April. So I'm aiming for mid-February. That sounds about right. What always happens is these guys drop sets when I'm not supposed to be spending money on stuff, right? So my wedding anniversary, November the 12th, right? New set yeah, yeah. New set comes out. Uh, my wife's birthday, April the 6th, new set comes out. Like, hey, I'm just going to take your birthday money and buy Hearthstone cards with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't do that. Um, but uh, do that. that's but the timing, it always seems like so early April is what I anticipate. I think they might do it a little bit differently because this set, I think normally we got early December and we got it. Uh, we got it like early November instead, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so are they going to bring everything back? Or I hope so. Was that just the only expansion they brought back? Like, or is the whole rotation mm. of everything going to be moving back? I hope it moves back so we get a set in March. Yeah. March Madness. I, oh, well, we, we had Madness. How yeah. many? They said 35 cards, right? Was it 35 or was it more? It was 35 for the, for the mini set. Yeah, 170 total. That's what it was. A little mini set in February. That'd be cool. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, that's like the size of an adventure, right? Yeah. So cool. someone had asked me, someone asked me how many legends I thought they were going to be. My guess was four mm-hmm. out of 35. I think that's probably about right. Neutrals? Maybe, maybe not. They're probably neutral. I mean, if I look at it like an adventure, it would be that's that's what my guess would be. But I wonder if they would do one for each class. I don't know. I have no clue. I really have no idea. Mm. Um, to loop back quickly to Mike's question, where he asked about building a collection for free to play. Mm-hmm. Um, on EU, I just got the achievement. For I believe it was getting a hundred of the last expansions cards. Oh, so, okay. yeah, and so that's not spending any money at all, right? And not mm-hmm, even grinding mm-hmm. that hard. So, yeah, if, if that helps anybody out, like, and then we're gonna have the new um, thirty-five cards coming out. I'm liable to possibly get that coin. Even like on on free to play for having a hundred and I think you need one hundred and thirty five cards of of a set. So, just got thought it. I would I would okay. throw that in there because when when that dinged and I got that achievement, I didn't realize I had a hundred cards out of the hundred and thirty five already yeah. on the free to play account. So, 
Wow, that's, that's cool. Good. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. We can take this time to talk about your deck. The deck of the week we have is Glare's uh, Even Reno Warlock deck. It's it's super cool. And so I know you you've been kind of debating on whether or not to bring Dark Glare and talk about Dark Glare, but I think it was just too enticing to bring uh, this fun deck. And I think we we really hit the sweet spot is when we have like a fun off meta deck that's still competitive. So it's not like the same kind of the same thing all the time. So I, I'm really excited. This should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to put it up on the screen real quick here for so people watching can check it out. And for the folks who are listening to the audio version, uh, I'll put the deck list in the show notes and on our website, put it in the discord, but also I'll read through the list really quick just so that you can hear. And then we can talk about the deck real quick. Uh, so Glare's even Reno luck. Uh, as a Highlander deck, there are one of each of the following cards. Raise Dead, Corrupting Mist, Cult Neophyte, Dark Bomb, Dark Glare, Defile, Dirty Rat, Expired Merchant, Explosive Sheep, Garrison Commander, Gnome Feratu, Mana Feeder, Panthara, Sun Fury Protector, Vulgar Homunculus, Zephyrs the Great, uh, Brutalborn Destroyer, Diseased Vulture, Fire Breather, Hellfire, Hooked Reaver, Kazakis, Shadow Flame, Abyssal Summoner, Gen Greymane, uh, Glinda Crowskin, Reno Jackson, Flesh Giant, Frost Giant, Mountain Giant, and Molten Giant. This is a super cool list. So what inspired you to make this? I put together some notes and essentially the questions uh, surrounding the deck are like, what is the basic play style of the deck? How did you build it, right? What cards made the cut? What were removed? What is core uh, versus what are the flex spots? Um, going through some of the good and bad matchups, the mulligan strategies. And then always, you know, when you when we look at a list, sometimes you know, like, what is this deck supposed to do? But it's always interesting to find out, you know, what, you know, it, what is the synergy that isn't evident just by looking at the list and then anything else that really that you want to um, contribute? Okay. Well, um, I'll, I guess, read through what I've, what I've written. If you guys have questions, I can answer them. Um, it shouldn't take too, too long. Uh, obviously, if you have thoughts, I'd love to hear them. I'm going to be editing the list in the background as well um, for myself so that I have any thoughts that you guys come up with uh, that I may not have seen or may not have realized were um, possibilities. So my, uh, my first instinct when I wanted to build this deck was that I wanted to build something that was able to kind of have a better win rate against um, a broader swath of the current meta. Then I feel like some of the lists that are being run um, that are off meta can do, right? Like this is definitely an off meta list, right? Not a lot of people are running lists that are very close to this, I wouldn't say. I could be wrong. I did run into a couple of people running like there was a guy that one of my friends ran into. I think it was you, Nate, actually. Oh yeah. The guy scammed guy, me so hard. He, he was running Ticketus. I watched that game through twice. Um, and that just felt pretty bad. Right. You I think well. I, I think I would have won if not for the Ticketus. That's but... the thing. And that just feels so bad getting thrown down when you're trying to do anything. And then they just, I mean, I, I forget what cards got burned, but both of my brawls got burned. And yeah. so that's what I was, you know, 
I was able to kind of stabilize Damn. most of the game, but when they've got a board full of giants and you got no brawls when you're supposed to mm-hmm. have two, uh, it's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. So I'm still, <laughs> I'm still learning, you know, I've been playing a lot of, um, odd warrior, but I don't, it's not my normal deck of choice. And so it does not come very intuitive to me. A lot of times my instinct is to remove everything right away when that may not be the best choice, maybe better to mm-hmm. wait. You know, I, I'm hardly the expert. I got to watch Mike play. So, and anyways, I got, I got off track. What were you saying? Oh, um, I was saying just that uh, for me, I, I like to play off meta decks mm-hmm. if I can. Um, I don't like jamming other people's decks. I don't have a problem with it in, in theory, but when I, you know, am playing Corbett's list from 1900 to 1100 without losing, and then I'm like, wait, th- does this actually mean anything? Because I'm just using somebody else's list, you know? It's not as, as impressive, I don't think, for me. Uh, when I see other people using lists that were made by people that weren't them. So I want to be somebody who's like a mover and a shaker and making lists that are actually like viable, right? Which is why I do a lot of deck building and theory crafting. I'm not great at it. Like I build tier two and tier three decks that are, that are fun a lot of the time and sometimes work really well. Um, But this deck has brought me to diamond five in about uh, 10 hours of gameplay today. Okay. I played it from from really low silver, from like silver eight, I think, to diamond four, and then sort of tilted off of it. Uh, the the one hard matchup I found, I think I was saying in the pre-show, uh, was uh, that I, I have a tough time beating um, Rez Priest because they get their board mm-hmm. going, and unless I have Zephyrus, mm. like a board established already. Which is hard to do against a uh, a wrist priest with all their removal. You know, they throw down. Um, I mean, their curve can be palm reading on three, clear my board with a uh, mass hysteria on four, shadow essence on five, and like psychic scream on six if they have that in their deck, which I don't think they should, but some people are running that card. So there's just so much removal, right? And then if they don't get the psychic scream or they don't have it, they just do their second. Um, mass hysteria or their third or their fourth with with uh shadow vision so it's just very difficult <laughs> that's always the two fun, games, right <laughs> the, the, the two games i did win against that deck out of the the eight that i played uh today that uh i was counting anyway um i may have played more and, and not registered that i was I, I don't know i counted two wins i know that much and i counted a lot of losses that's kind of where it comes down to uh, my, my deck tracker isn't functioning right now uh, so I, I don't know the exact win rates and all that, but uh, I have a ten times bonus. Um, so it's definitely it's definitely easier for me than for some people who don't play as much, and maybe a little bit harder than uh, people who have that eleven star bonus and are are really really grinding day one. Um, I'll trade it. I can't I can't get past diamond five. It's really hard. It is hard, man. I mean, even two stars. It's you're playing against real real like top notch players, so. Yeah, I didn't realize until Nate said it like 10 minutes ago. It's the MMR. <laughs> yeah. I think probably 100%, right? You were 266, I think you said. And I'm yeah. 3K. I'm 3K going into this new season. So, Damn. But the thing, too, is you're going to hit Legend and you're going to be like rank 10. I'll hit Legend. I'll be like rank 50, you know, and we'll hit it at the same time. So gotcha. um, it's like this cycle, right? For me, anyway, I'm, I'm in this position. Yeah. 
on the ladder where like it's really difficult to get to high legend and stay there because my MMR is bad, right? I get the high legend. I'm five and two against Get Me Out on my career at this point. I've played him a fair amount of times and uh I go against him. If I win, it's good, right? I gain a couple points, it's fine. I, I beat Get Me Out and that feels nice. And then I lose and I'm like way back to where I started. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, one yeah. step forward, four steps back. Uh that's <laughs> that's been my experience anyway. Um when I when I do get high legend, like I, I and then I tilt, you know, I do tilt. I get frustrated with um with how I've played more than anything a lot of the times. Like I, I had a game against Corbett where I just messed up. I miscounted the mana because I was like, It's Corbett and he's probably live. And uh, <laughs> he's probably live. I know that's Oh my god. Uh, of, of course <laughs> know, he, he, right? it turned out it turned out that he was and he had a hundred people, but I didn't know that going into it, right? Uh, I would never stream Sniper Children's card games much as I want to win. Um, but but no, the uh, the nerves kind of kicked in, and I, I miscounted um, how much mana I had. I thought I was on seven mana, and I did. Uh, I, I thought I was going to be going into seven mana where I could scream a. Um, it would have been an empty board. It was the Raza Priest mirror like two months mm-hmm. ago, and uh, I miscounted my mana, and then I threw the game. And it was in front of a lot of people, and it was very embarrassing uh, just to lose to him, even, because he's some, someone that I uh, have been aware of in the community for a while. Um, but he's a no, really nice uh, guy, if it makes you feel any better. Yeah. yeah. I, that, makes, that makes me feel worse, man. I'm sure he'd be <laughs> friendly about it, and then I'd be even more ashamed. <laughs> but no, it, it's something to learn from, you know? And now I don't get as nervous. Like, I've played in front of... Uh, 400 people playing against Zeddy before, and uh, oh yeah, that'll help you shake nerves right there. Yeah, it doesn't bother me as much. I mean, I've, yeah. I've in real in real life, I've presented you know at school, I presented in front of a hundred people before, and it doesn't make me nervous when I know what I'm doing. Uh, to be fair, Zeddy was playing a, a a meme like Yog deck to try to get the rod of roasting thing going, and I had been watching him earlier in the day, so I knew what he was doing, and I knew it wasn't going to be like the worst thing if i didn't play well gotcha yeah uh and i did end up losing that game i was playing dark lair and he i think if i remember correctly he got lucky off of the yog Uh, and i i I conceded and then i looked at the vod after and he was like upset that i conceded because he wanted to do the rod of roasting he was gonna rod of roasting i could i could have won if it had been rod of roasting right and he had frozen it or you know, pinged himself five times before it hit me twice or something. It was going to be really unlikely, but I, I threw that game because I wasn't stream sniping. I didn't know that he was like begging me not to concede. And I just like threw all my cards out. I'm out. I'm in conceded the game. Uh, oh, so he'll wow. probably have a grudge against me forever because <laughs> he's Zeddy. Uh, <laughs> huge fan, by the way, I'm, I'm following him on, uh, on YouTube and anybody who's interested in like a really good wild player should check him out. If it makes uh, you feel any better, you're not the only one who gets embarrassed at that stuff. I was playing like a hardcore good, I don't know what meta deck it was, and I went against Raffle, and he was playing some weird garbage, and I he got whatever combo it was off, and then I go and check his stream out, and there's hundreds of people in there. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, God. Did Everybody- he accidentally... Did he accidentally win? Was it like that kind of thing? Or? No, no, like he... 
I think I, I like I don't remember if I misplayed or I just like had really bad draws or whatever it was, but I, like I just felt like bad and kind of dumb because everybody saw it, but it it happens, right? So yeah, part yeah. of it with Raffle is that you know he he's a really good deck builder, and he also plays like pure off meta stuff, and so when you play him, you have mm-hmm. no idea what he's playing. Like yeah. I'm playing Raffle and he's playing Hunter and it's like, oh God, what is this? Uh, and like, yeah, I've been featured in several Raffle videos losing. <laughs> it's great. <Yep. laughs> I, uh, and uh, I mean, I've won against him yeah. as well, but those don't end up on YouTube. Those don't you know? feature. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Not. Why would they? Uh, I featured in this guy's video that ended up having 30, 30k views, uh, a Spanish speaker um, who... Uh, I ended up watching the VOD for it or the, the YouTube video. And it was actually 30,000 people by the time that like it, you know, a video will have like its moment and then it'll kind of fade. He's like, I guess one of the bigger Spanish speaking streamers. And I okay. lost badly. I, I like, I don't know if I messed it up or I got that draw, like oh. you were saying, Hydra, but, but it was bad. It was a lot of people. And I kind of laughed at myself about it, felt bad and then moved on. I mean, that might've been the thing that pivoted me away from being afraid of performance anxiety kind of like scenarios that's how the youtube stuff works though is like we play games like if i'm going to feature a deck like you want to see the deck like how it's supposed to work right not not when you get high rolled Um, i was uh, i was the feature video too he was like i'm trying to beat secret mage or something like that i don't know what it was and then he was like running some off meta thing and i lost badly (laughs) Oh, well, it happens to the best of us, I guess is the point. Like we've we've all been yeah. there. Uh, I will say it also feels really good when you win against Zeddy on stream. <laughs> my my I think, God, I think Mike, at least Mike and I are in that camp. I've been there, done that, and it's uh. Then you check out the stream later and hear the the rage rants. It's pretty funny. So, yeah, been there a, a couple of times. He's a beautiful human being. I've won against him twice, and he he gets upset. He gets upset when he wins and when he loses. So, like, that's I, I think all part of his character. Oh, absolutely. I mean, right. But like, yeah, it's, it's it's, to be all, to be all serious, I think it's character because there was a time where I, I I I lost to him. I made a certain play. I got called a certain name, and then I was like, "Damn!" And then I beat him. I made a certain play and I won. And he calls me a certain name. I'm like, damn. So I'm just like, it's got to be a character. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. You can't be that upset all the time. It's impossible. I couldn't do it. I couldn't I muster the. Yeah, I, for it, man. <laughs> you guys remember when Rod Johnston played this game? <laughs> oh, oh, angry Rod. Love you, Rod. Uh, oh yes, but always, and that's just the part of the personality, right? Yeah. He's a good he's so, he's a good a good friend, by the way. <laughs> I I'm sure he is. I mean, everybody's got that angry person in their life, right? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I don't know the story. I don't know the story there, but uh it sounds like Well, part of anyway, it is I, that there's there's so much RNG in Hearthstone, right? That you Oh absolutely you know, you lose yeah. to random stuff and you but he, rather I, I than, think z- Anyways, no, it's just funny. I he he explodes yeah. and it's it's hilarious to watch. 
yeah, I, yeah, like uh, I, I would have to turn my 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 speakers down when he started yelling all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I missed it. I don't have any streamers that watch that scream anymore. Nobody screams. What oh, happened? Rod, come back and play Hearthstone. We miss I'm not, you. I'm not, I'm not gonna be screaming. I don't know oh, about that, but you can, oh, Mike, we can do it. We'll, we'll watch you scream. <laughs> Let's sponsor Rod and get him to come back. It's oh, all us. Oh, I'll scream. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't <laughs> um but no uh, to pivot back to my my deck here I, I know that we're not necessarily on a time frame but i want to make sure we have time to play the deck as well and then uh if anybody's on east coast i know i'm on east coast and it's uh it's fine for me i i have been staying up super late but i want to respect if there's people who need to like be be heading off i want to get the games in and then yeah man yeah it's it's good for the show in some regards for us to keep things on track and then we the, the the structure of it is that we talk about the deck kind of learn the ins and outs you know how you build it what's the matchups and the the flex spots and you know whatever you want to tell us about it sort of wrap up wrap up the show and then we spend a separate portion playing it and so that uh the folks who are listening to the the audio version of the podcast or the people who are watching it uh, if they want to see the deck in action, the idea behind it really is that, hey, we can talk about this deck all day, but yeah. but until I see how it's played, you know, um, mm-hmm. that really helps. You know, is that something that I want to play or, hey, l- let's talk through some of our matchups. Let's talk through some of our decisions. And that would help me uh, to learn how to play this if if I want to give it a try. Definitely. Um, and again, like I, I was super enjoying chatting about like our matchups against Zeddy and stuff. And, oh, and that's there's... fun. And, and I, I want to make sure there's space for that too. I know you guys have your show going. Um, I don't know, but, but I also, I guess want to talk about the deck as well. So, so my notes kind of are dictating what I should say, but basically when I was thinking through the deck, I was thinking the more expensive the deck becomes, the worse it becomes. I think, think i don't know if you guys have like a certain way you like to build decks when you do build them but um the the way that i tend to build decks is i tend to go really cheap okay and uh the the curve on this low curve yeah yeah sorry um i do tend to try to build cheap if i can especially for like when i'm sharing decks with people where like this list only has five legendaries um, it has quite a few epics, and uh, the the ratio of epics to legendaries though is is pretty good to like be able to play if you're free to play or close to free to play. I would think, um, as far as a Reno deck goes, right? Like it's not Raza Priest or LPG, um, and so the uh, the idea with this deck, it almost kind of feels like a. I mean, obviously, I play quite a bit of Dark Bear, so it kind of plays out in some ways, like, I want to get my Giants out as early as I can, um, control the board early, and attempt to set up a scenario where I can win either with Zephyrus on a big board to, like, you know, clear any taunts that they have, or or set up a position where I can Reno out of the range of decks like Secret Mage. Like, it, it can almost play out like a fatigue deck a lot of the time, which you might not realize when you're looking at it. It just tends to have the um, the the range, right? Like it has 
It has the Zephyrus to clear. It has, I mean, even Defile can help with that to have like the small clears against uh, against lists like Kingsbane Rogue or um, you know Agra Druid, which I did run into a couple of times on my climb today. And uh, you know, Shadow Flame is an inclusion, even though Zephyrus can pull Shadow Flame. Shadow Flame can end up. You know, you throw it on a giant, it clears a board that's very, very threatening, and that gives you range to get to, like, you know, another giant plus taunt the giant, and that can be game-winning. There's just a lot of, like, interactions you might not realize. An interaction that's actually really interesting, and unfortunately, Glinda's been nerfed, but you can get up to four giants if you have a giant down to one or zero. Um, mm-hmm. you, you just obviously would um, play Glinda on turn 10, or you know nine or seven or eight, and then you play as many giants as you can. Um, I've even like attempted to save coin for that in some matchups. Um, you wouldn't do that like as a as a thing you would do, but if you happen to have coin on like turn five, you might try to avoid using coin and uh, wait and then play five giants. Um, I had a game where I played Glinda one turn and then the guy I was playing against was a res priest and set up a position on the board where he had a full board of minions and they were all taunted. And then it was like two Vargoths, I think. And um, I ended up setting up a play where I had the Glinda on board and then I played four sheep and then I exploded the board and everything died. Wow. So he got bad, he got, he got bad, he got bad reses, but I traded a uh, I traded a giant into the one uh, death rattle felcraft colossus and then blew up the board and it was like the coolest board clear I've ever done. The, the guy had actually forty five attack on board. <laughs> wow, wow. Or like okay. maybe forty. It was it was actually uh, absurd. And he I, I got I got the wow and then the well played and then I lost the game anyway because it's res priest. But. <laughs> um, that clear almost got me there. Wow. Uh, it was pretty funny. So what is and, uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Carry on. Oh, no. I was, I was going to throw another, um, another little interaction out, which is that uh, I will often keep... I don't know if this is what people normally do with um, Evenlock, but I would normally keep the Mountain Giant on coin uh, and then just power tap until turn three and then play it. Like That can be really, really strong into the, the current meta. In, in my opinion, like if you set it up into a, uh, um, aggro list that can just solo the list, right? Like I've won games against Paladin where they just can't deal with an eight, eight giant. And then I taunt it and they really can't deal with it. Odd Paladin, of course. I mean, that's really what mm-hmm. people are playing at this point. So, right. um, the, yeah, if you, if you get the Sun Fury Protector, the Mountain Giant, you would almost always keep the two of those I would think and just power tap. I will often keep suboptimal hands because I don't want to get like two frost or two big minions. You know, I would keep like, for instance, I would keep like corrupting mist and rat and gnome Feratu, maybe against a, a druid. If I didn't know who they were, like what they were playing because the corrupting mist deals with aggro uh, Dirty Rat deals with um, Mally, which is like probably the only other like mm-hmm. real Druid deck right now that I'm aware of. I mean, I maybe saw two people playing uh, Yog Druid, but I don't think that's really going places at the moment. I could be wrong. 
I haven't seen much of it except for like today, actually very, very um, early in the season. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. And then if I had known Ferratu, that's just a decent card. That's a two drop. That's it's a crocolisk, right? With a really good upside. If yeah. you hit like, you know, any of their combo pieces. Right. And, and so um, that might not seem like a great hand if I could roll and try to get like, you know, a giant and Reno and Glinda and try to have like the late game. If I want to commit to um, Maladroid being what I'm going against, which is most likely the case. But the thing with like having the, the really cheap hero power is you just can tap every turn. And this deck has a lot of synergy with pain too, right? We have, uh, we're running disease vulture. We have uh, the, the dark lair. I mean, so one of, of course we can raise it from the dead. Bring it back, do the same thing again. We have Frost Giant that with uh, with the uh, commander can be comboed out to get the Frost Giants down where it's actually a playable card. We have Mountain Giant, which if you're drawing cards, I mean, all of these giants are interactive with the hero power. So, right. so just tapping can be really powerful. Like I would, hmm. I would very often tap and then tap again on two even, um, even though I'm floating a mana. And sometimes you have a better play than that. Often you would, um, but in certain, in a fair number of circumstances, I would just tap looking for a better play for the next turn. So my curve is very often uh, tap on one, tap or play a powerful two drop on two, and then tap and uh, play a two drop on three. So it's sort of tap, tap, tap. And even if I'm not tapping, a lot of the two drops draw, right? So it's yeah. like playing Garrison Commander is almost drawing. It replaces itself in the deck, um, or in the in the um, in the hand rather. You play you, you play it on two, say, and then the next turn you can tap twice, and I don't know, that might even be enough, right? Floating a mana on three can seem like a bad idea, and you would try to avoid it if you could, but given the hand that you might be dealt, playing Garrison Commander on two might be a thing to do. Um, the ideal hand, I think, for this deck is uh, is varied. It almost invariably would include Zephyrus. So you would, I don't think, ever toss Zephyrus. It's just so good into everything. You know, gets you a flare against Secret Mage, gets you a board clear if you need it in the pickle, gets you uh, burst damage late in the game. But it's a resource that you have to manage. And of course, you guys have played a lot of Hearthstone, so. I think uh, at least the three guys on the screen and myself and then probably a lot of the people in, in chat as well know that with with any Hearthstone deck, but especially with a Reno deck, managing resources is really, really important. And so not over committing to, um, to any line when you don't need to, unless it's a game-winning line, is like really, really important, especially with the way that this deck is built where it's so um, so cheap, right? It's easy to just throw out, you know, say you needed to throw out, like, uh, a card on turn four or turn five. You just have nine cards or ten cards in hand and need to get rid of one. You might be tempted to throw out the coin. Um, and that might be the right play, even though you end up floating a mana with the, the coin being tossed. Or you might end up even... On occasion, I've played Raise Dead to just get one minion back uh, and then played that minion. That's been like my way of getting rid of a card. Um, I mean, Gnome Feratu is really, really good against certain decks where like they might pull Kelt 
if they're Raza yeah, priests, sure. then you can burn <laughs> yeah. their Anduin. But it can also just be a, a good option to to throw it out there. You know, it's a two three body. Tempo you can test the board a little bit. Tempo it out exactly, and maybe yeah. you hit the Anduin anyway, or you hit the card that's equivalent to Anduin in the deck you're playing against. Um. Yeah, and then beyond that, I mean, it just kind of plays out like a control list and also a fatigue list. You're trying to fatigue their resources, gather the resources you need, and then eventually pivot from playing defense to playing offense. I would almost never go face with this deck against like an odd paladin, for instance. You're trying to control the board, and then once you have like an overwhelming board presence, you would swing into face. Right, right. And like, Having Zephyrus in the deck and, uh, you know, Reno Jackson for reload um, gives you a lot of a lot of options, right? And then you have, like, um, all the taunts that are there. I've found um, Hooked Reaver to be, like, instrumental against anything that's trying to go aggro. Actually, a really interesting thing is that Abyssal Summoner um, has been like something I would consider keeping in the mulligan against uh, a mage because it's just so good. It's almost better than Reno. Wow. It blocks, it, it like blows their board up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found people will often like attack into it. Um, I think I would always keep Reno against Secret Mage, but I might consider keeping Abyssal Summoner where I could toss it looking for Reno because those games usually aren't over on turn five. Right. right like we have the control to deal with their early game um but the abyssal summoner when i get it on six just feels so good it's like a mini reno right it's a it's a an 11 11 that has nine health worth of taunt and it stalls so that you can more safely tap um into reno or into zephyrus or into any any number of other cards that you might need by the way um I don't know if I mentioned this, but I considered and then took out Lesser Amethyst Spellstone. Uh, I had it in for about four hours, and I was playtesting it, but it's not good enough uh, because there's not enough pain in the deck to actually activate it. Mm-hmm. And it, it really often sits in your hand. And then like on turn four against Secret Mage, it's a dead card in hand all game, and then you play it for, you know, to potentially deal three or five damage, and then it gets counterspelled, and you're just dead. Yeah, you don't get that swing turn. They get their counterspell off, and it's just a really sad situation. So I ended up cutting that, but it it felt okay in some matchups. Like if I was able to activate it, right? Like if I if I I could throw in, I guess um, I could make space for the the spellstone and maybe a cheaty ankle biter. I feel like those two cards would have to go in together for the the combo to work there. Yeah, I mean, I Um, think I can see the inspiration from Dark Glare. But I, I agree with you, especially because it's a Highlander deck. I don't see enough pain cards because really all we have uh, is what Hellfire and the um, Homunculus. Interestingly enough, actually, the uh, the inspiration wasn't purely from Darklair. It was um, from my awareness, my like vague awareness of how people used to play Evenlock. Mm-hmm. My, my brother is like is somebody who played some Evenlock, and he was at some point showing me a list that he had. And I think it had, I think it had um, lesser amethyst spellstone in it. Had the spellstone, and that is good, maybe in the in the duplicates version, just for a little bit of extra healing, right? Um, but when you're looking at a list where it's a singleton list, you don't have the activators, um, 
and there's counterspell in the meta at a pretty high rate. It's just not... But you need some form of healing. So I think maybe even putting in um, the the cheaty ankle biter, if we can find space. I don't know what would come out for it, but I had considered maybe taking Defile out for something, so maybe Defile could come out. Hmm. Uh, it can it can feel good as a uh, as a to get counterspelled, and then against aggro, it can just win games. But yeah, it's true. It's I mean, so- in looking at the list, right? Like, I don't know what I would pull. <laughs> yeah, Defile is one of the best Warlock cards. Defile's so good. I don't ever. know. That's, that's the thing. I, I I feel weird saying it even, but ever ever. Yeah. It's like broken, but it, it's 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 not Zephyrus in the deck. It's like tier two, maybe of like power level of cards in the deck. It's like really, really good in certain circumstances and then completely useless against Res Priest, Reno Priest. Yeah. Um I don't think it would make I honestly think that having Cheaty Ankle Biter might make like King's Bane more winnable than having um Defile. Because it activates Flesh Giant, so we can set up a board where they, where we have a Flesh Giant going and like a taunt up. You know, we can taunt the Flesh Giant maybe earlier. Just as a consideration. Um, not that I'm seeing a lot of Kingsman Road, but like that kind of deck where a win condition for this deck is just taunts against aggro. Uh, by the way, I've found that aggro decks tend to be essentially free for this deck. Uh, to the extent that I don't even really pay attention when I'm playing them, I just look for taunts in the mulligan and uh, usually win if I get them. The only tough aggro matchup would be like Odd Paladin. That's like a pure aggro matchup or like a Pirate Warrior that goes off really hard. Sometimes that just happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can go against Pirate Warrior and they have a board looking at you on turn three, that's like a an aggro druid board. Yeah. After they in it's 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 scary stuff. Um, but I mean, you can win that if you get Reno Jackson, right? I had a game against a pirate warrior where I I ended on four health, and then raised deaded and got the Reno Jackson back, and then threw that down, and the guy still tried to play. I think he got me down to like fifteen, and then I was able to control and stabilize the board. Wow. And I ended up winning that game. So I got myself down to one health and like, pray, pray, please give me this Reno back. And I got it back. And it, it went like eight or nine turns, which is like unheard of for Pirate Warrior. It usually either goes, you know, their way or your way much earlier than that. Right. With like a Warlock and a Pirate Warrior anyway. Hey, Merchant, um, looks, Merchant looks pretty good in this, uh, assuming like it it gets rid of one of your giants or something that you can get back and play for almost, you know, almost nothing. Yeah. Did you, I think that's in my list, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, I think that, um, it's a questionable one, right? It could be, I find it's, it's actually useful. Um, around turn like four or five, to get back like a shadow flame or a hooked reaver or a fire breather in certain matchups sure. because the giants end up being free in a lot of matchups. And then we only have uh, four or six drops. So we can often get back a four drop and that's like potentially really, really good. I've won games where I've gotten like brittle bone destroyer 
back off of expired merchant. So like the top end looks like it's the Giants, but it isn't always. Hmm. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean it's there's... good to get the Giants back too, but it's pretty it versatile. I mean, that's the beauty of it. You know, you can control what you discard. Um, yeah. You know, to to some extent, and so if you need a a fire breather or a brittlebone destroyer or a hooked reaver or something, you know, so I like it. It's it's interesting too that you mentioned that card is something that uh, are you are you thinking of it as something we could pull or just something to talk about? No, 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 no. I was just I was just talking about it as an inclusion. The other yeah. card that's interesting to me, I'm just curious about, is Garrison Commander. Um, is that just there so that you can tap twice? Yeah, it's uh, it's more or less. I mean, my justification for it is it, it enables all of the giants. Um, it gives you, I mean, the deck is so cheap, right? If you look at the way that it's built, there's mostly two drops. So a lot of the time you're tapping and playing a lot of two drops. And sometimes the game plan ends up being zooming the opponent out. And if you have Reno uh, healing up, or if you have Zephyrus getting like a, uh, you know, turn seven bloodlust and winning that way. Nice. I, I went about a, I went about a fifth of the games I win with some form of like um, Zephyrus, because I, I often will like control the game for, for a very long period of time and then Zephyrus to be able to win. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it feels like you're you're controlling, 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 and then you pivot to like you're on the offense and they're on the back foot. Yeah. And knowing knowing when that can happen is like pretty important, right? You don't want to always the key. When, your... when do you when do you pull the trigger, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's 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 I mean, there's in every matchup, there's going to be a moment, right, where it's like, I could do this now, I can do it next turn. I know with Dark Lair, a lot of people will, like, do partial Dark Lair turns, and then some people swear by doing, like, the full, um, you, you, people run Sense Demons still, yeah. even though the deck has been nerfed, or the card has been nerfed, the, the Dark Lair card, just to get the, the Dark Lair out. I don't think that's the way to go, um, but for me personally, I think Dark Lair is not necessary in Dark Lair Warlock. Um, like to the extent that you can win the game without it, right? There's enough pain in the optimal lists and there's enough um, burn in the optimal lists that you can set up a board without even ever drawing a Dark Lair. You don't need it to win. Obviously, it's optimal to get it. Raise Dead is the most broken card, probably on par with Flesh Giant. Maybe you can swap those two. Um, And then Molten Giant's pretty broken, maybe a level below that dark glares like on tier with um molten giant i think in dark glare and then lothab obviously enables the combo with the giants but on its own wouldn't be very good except that you play it with like four giants and they can't do anything so that's that's my opinion of dark glare and it kind of uh filters into this list as well sure is that uh yeah as far as Dirty Rat goes, it's it's just, you know, you have to know not to do it on turn two against some matchups and make it pretty <laughs> golden. I had a guy, um I had a guy dirty rat out a molten giant and then concede. I had a guy mol- I had a guy uh dirty rat out a lot of people run dirty rat day one. This is all today. He, he dirty ratted out a, a frost giant and then I think it was Warlock and he somehow got it back. Might have been raised dead, it might have been like Zola that it was i think it was zola he, he did it again and hit like 
something good but not great. Like maybe he hit Gen or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was not a giant. But mm-hmm. that first time, and then the fact that he did it again kind of blew my mind. How funny. At what but, point, uh, like, do you shame conceded, right? <laughs> I've, I've, I've certainly shame conceded after uh, pulling large minions. You know, you, you go against an aggro druid with this list, you could think, uh, think it's an aggro druid, you know, um, go for the pull, and you pull, like, a 6-6, six, six, right? If it's Mali and you hit the, the one that you don't want to pull, that doesn't really matter, right. being Geppetto, right? And then you kind of up a creek without a paddle, as it were. Well, with so you, you got to be I mean, careful, right? You got to know what you're playing before you before you blind dirty rat. I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Yeah, I had somebody. I I thought it was so funny at the time, but this is when I guess rat was was new. Played it against me when I was playing that um, that really crappy Cthune mage. And dirty ratted me on two when I had drawn Cthune. Hmm. And so I instantly had a six six on turn two. That's, that's pretty good. I'm like, thank you. And yes, I did win that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dirty Rat has so much potential, but it also has so much potential for being misused, right? Mm-hmm. What else? Um Dark Lair just don't overcommit it. I often don't play Dark Lair if I don't absolutely need to. It's not a Dark Lair list. It just has Dark Lair kind of as as uh, Discard Lock has Dark Lair. Um, Corrupting Mist, I often use that to clear Res Priest boards. I use it to clear um, mm-hmm. you know little, little boards where it's like threatening enough that I mean, the, the core of this deck is is you don't want to go too low on health until you have Reno in hand. There's not really a whole lot of healing besides Zephyrus and Reno. Zephyrus is like the win condition besides the Giants. And then um, Reno goes on its uh, on its own as like kind of the sole healing besides Kazakis can give you armor. And uh, the Corrupting Mist, even if you play it on, a, on like, you know, three pirates if you're going against Kingsbane, can feel like game winning right because they lose the, the momentum that they had uh obviously raise dead is broken fire breather is super super good into aggro um homunculus is just a cheap taunt it synergizes with all of the giants except for uh, frost giant it is uh i mean just going all over all the cards at this point right but manaphy or panthara uh i had that sort of Somebody was questioning that, and I think it's good. I think it's probably low end of the deck, but um, yeah, but it synergizes so well, right? I mean, it's a free draw, an, an extra draw in a yeah in a control deck where you want to have lots of cards in your hand. So tap yep. tap for one, play this, draw another one. Like that's not bad. I almost wish it like dealt damage to you and. You did that and was a 2 2. That would make it like so much better in this list. You know, it would activate the Molten Giants. I wish it, I wish it literally read repeat your hero power or something like mm. that. That would be broken. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, very yeah, cool. Would, I mean, I'm excited be... to play this. It, it looks, it looks like a lot of fun. And this is, it feels like a good time to play it where, um, 
I don't know. I haven't quite. I haven't hit uh, platinum yet. I'm like right, right before it, and so this is something fun to play while laddering up. And looks like a blast. This is a good list. Do you guys have any other questions? I don't think so. Um, the only other flex spot I thought maybe possibly could be the shadow flame but did you say you found the shadow flame because you can get that off of um zephyrus right yeah i found that having the shadow flame makes it so that i then wouldn't have to use zephyrus for shadow flame so i can use it for like roar or uh bloodlust if i need to yeah i i do often end up using you know like against uh I, i played a game against a um a dark lair. I'm like four and one or four and two against dark lair. And the one of the games that, or the one game that I lost was a game where I, um, I ended up having to Zephyrus a single giant. And then I had like 20 health and he, uh, gave the giant, um, he just put like 12 damage on the board hand. I think he had like, soul fire double power overwhelming and i just died uh, mm-hmm. but i ended up setting up a position where he he or rather he ended up setting up a, a position where i had to use the zephyrus and uh i don't think in most circumstances i would want to use the zephyrus until i'm looking to win the game or immediately not lose the game like gotcha. i really i really read that card which is why i put shadow flame in in like the deck building phase of the game okay um, there might be something better than Shadow Flame. Like you could maybe make an argument for um, oh, what's it called? Twisting Nether. It's too expensive in my opinion, and uh, if you needed to play it, it gets counterspelled. But um, there's maybe an argument for that. There might be an argument for um, Cascading Disaster. I find that Shadow Flame makes certain matchups possible, and if you get way behind against a Secret Mage, it can clear the board. Like I've I've had games where I went um, one of the giants, it gets explosive, and then you shadow flame that, and it clears their board right. So it, it soaks up the damage for it like does two things, and it costs like less than it should. I guess is what I would say. You get the board clear, you soak up the the secret, and the game pivots back to you're in control, and then you play your giant or you play your Reno, and you're back in the game. Whereas, like before that, you were kind of in a position where you were in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah, you know, All right, four, cool. five, six minions on board for the opponent. Uh, one more thing too is I considered, um, like I was saying, putting in and actually had a list with Cascading Disaster and Void Caller and Enhanced Dreadlord that I, I like threw together and then pretty immediately discarded. And I don't know if you guys think that would be like a way of building this. I mean, obviously, normal Reno is like a big big demon list uh and i've sort of built this like a pseudo dark lair list uh, yeah as you can see and and so i mean obviously i have my bias i play a lot of dark lair i like that build but um well that was quite small of a package right that that you had yeah I, I, you mean like with Gul'dan and, and the the really small like amount very of small demon package yeah yeah I, I find it to be too expensive with secret mages that's the only thing that's holding me back from just playing like normal uh, Reno lock. I think that would be better into like Priest, for instance, 
it would have a better chance against uh, big priest for one thing you know you cheat out the big um the big demons on turn four or five six and then they they die before they have the chance to do their stuff maybe yeah you have the control stuff it's not um it's not even so you have like dark skies for for clear um I mean, maybe into some lists, even like Q block would be better than this list, or into some um, some metas. But I think right now it just needs to be quick and uh, able to control the board. Like this deck can win on turn five, six, seven, but you're often trying to go to three yeah. or close to it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. they can be long games, and they don't feel grindy, right? Because you're like, for me anyway, I'm learning the deck as I'm playing it. Like I made adjustments throughout the day. It's different as I go from how it was even an hour before. So, um, and this is the list that I've been playing since about three o'clock. Uh, I took a break for, for dinner and didn't play much in the, uh, later afternoon, but like around three o'clock, I kind of settled on this is the list that I think I, I, I like. Um, and yeah, it sounds like you guys as in as much as you can like this list are, are saying that you sort of approve of the choices I've made. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it looks good to me. I don't. I don't consider myself, uh, you know, an expert deck builder, but I don't see anything that it looks glaringly wrong. I think if you, you know, if you wanted to swap out a card or two, you know, like say you, you want to fit in cheeky ankle biter, you could pull the merchant, maybe the panthara, but like I don't. I think it's pretty good as it is. I don't see anything. I mean, right on. I don't know. I, I'd have to play with it more, but I don't see anything that looks wrong to me. You know, I mean, sometimes when, you know, I I play it against a, sometimes you're playing against an opponent and you're like, why why did they put that card in their deck? That card doesn't go in that deck. Um, I played against a big priest earlier today who was running Nazdormu and uh, Mogre the Ogre. It was like, why did you put that like in, like on purpose like why did you put those in your deck that's not good don't do that um and i don't see anything that like like that that sticks out to me but i, I don't consider myself that much of a deck builder hydra or mike do you guys see anything no but uh when you speak of the mogre the ogre nazdorma thing i've i swear that is a meme deck and i've seen videos on it what that could have been swag you are or somebody who's done that and that is hilarious it's very funny yeah, it was like, it was entertaining <laughs> i'll give you that 100 percent. i was just but like, definitely what? not good <laughs> <laughs> can win games has can, can win games yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no uh like nothing can really be said until you play you know go through a bunch of games with the deck right and yeah you know for sure. seeing what in the current meta works and what doesn't work but as it stands mm-hmm. it looks fun and i'd like to give it a shot right on uh hopefully we queue into three big priests in a row and we can try to figure out what what goes wrong is the four of us and his <laughs> chat and we can yeah. like we can go in and like you know make the changes that need to happen but Big Priest uh, is the tough matchup. That's that's the one that has me scratching my head a little bit these days because I feel like most other decks are beatable for me. Um I especially as uh you know the different like Reno locks or different warlock builds. 
Um, yeah. Not even very afraid of Rena Priest anymore, but the big priest is, is tricky. You know, I feel like you got to beat him really early because if, if the game lasts too long, uh, you know, it's to the point where they've got like eight different resurrect cards. And it's actually, it's actually absurd. It's hmm. absurd. Uh, and so that's, that's a tricky one, but I mean, Kazakis is our only answer, right? Kazakis, Zephyrus, the spell, but, but, but Kazakis though, uh, you end up, you know, having to play it early. I mean, they have palm reading say into, um, into, um, uh, you know, play all their cards that they need to on turns five, six and seven. And then you're done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that being said, we were talking about this a little bit before the show started. And I don't think, I mean, I think it's acceptable to have a bad matchup, you know, like to say, Hey, this deck is going to struggle against big priest, but it does well against everything else. And that's fine. I, it, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's a little bit difficult sometimes when you try to tech out, um, a deck, too, yeah. you know, too much against, <laughs> Technically, it would be a mistake, right? If this were like a tier one deck that everybody was playing, um, there's some things that you could do to tech against this deck, and that's maybe a problem. Um, or like, what is the core, you, right? Because if I'm playing, say, say Reno Priest or something like that, like I know exactly what my core is and what my flex spots are. And so if yep. I'm seeing a bunch of Secret Mage, like, okay, you know, I can tech in Eater of Secrets or something like that. But, um, but I don't think at the same at the same spot i don't know that you really have that flexibility in this deck but i don't think it really needs it and if i would say like probably garrison commander if anything would would come out or panthera mm-hmm. like they're good cards that enable the the giants but you can get the molten giant down in metas like you can almost take garrison commander out in aggro metas because you know your molten giant is going to be active right you don't need to tap as much or like there's ways you can manipulate it, but yeah, it's not as clean as as you know, uh, re, or yeah, res, res even. But I, I meant to say Reno Priest, Raza Priest is what I was trying to say, um, and stuttered over it. But it's not as clean as Raza Priest to to like manipulate, and you don't know that like you know the the win condition is Anduin and Spawn and Raza, and uh, control the board until you get those where. Like with this deck, it, it is sort of up in the air. You can like make your own win condition, right? Right, right. Very cool. Well, I think I want to try to wrap things up. We're right about the two hour point, so let's. I'd like to transition so that we can play this deck on the ladder. So, uh, Glare, thank you so much for joining us on the show this week. Uh, we really appreciate your time. It's really great talking to you. For people out there, you mentioned that you were streaming. For people who out there who want to follow your content, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, so I'll actually, um, anybody in chat, I'll, I'll type in the uh, the name that I go by, and then it's just like HTTPS or whatever it is, um, and then uh, twitch.tv, and the, the name that I go by is just GL. It's on the screen there, but for anybody who wants to see, I think I can type it in. I'm typing it in on my computer actually now. I can go into my computer and just go into uh, you guys stream and type it in there. Um, it's basically one glare, but it is it is just glare with a, a four and a three instead of a an A and an E because those were taken. Um, 
<laughs> but I, uh, I do play quite a bit of Dark Lair. I've been trying to learn some BGs, uh, do some, some streams with friends teaching me BGs. My brother is like really, really good. And we've been talking about featuring him on my stream occasionally, uh, showing me how to play BGs. I've been having a lot of fun with that. But I, I am really a wild streamer at heart, or a wild player anyway. Um, and so that's a lot of what I play on, uh, on my stream is Wild Hearthstone. Uh, I have a pretty full collection. It's not completely full, but I have most of the meta decks, and then I have the cards to make the decks that I want to, uh, for the most part, or the dust to craft them. Um, and so if you guys want to see you know, off-meta stuff that might work, like this list here, uh, that I've put together this morning that got me to Diamond 5 and hopefully will get me to Legend tonight. Um, I'll actually be streaming after this uh, for a few hours anyway, if anybody wants to pop in. Nice. Uh, but but I, I am on pretty much whenever I'm playing. My computer is an old Mac, so sometimes it does like lag my computer a, a tiny bit where it's noticeable, unfortunately, and I'm going to be getting a new computer next month. Um it's like not being shipped, but it's, it's, it's on its way. Uh, and I am, uh, going to hopefully have a better setup where it doesn't lag to the point that I need to like not play dark lair kind of thing, you know, with the APM on dark lair, it can be tough. If you have even the slightest bit of lag to, to try to get the turns off, you know, there's the thinking phase and then the action phase and I can do the thinking phase pretty, pretty okay. But my computer can't handle the action phase and so I'll often if I'm trying to stream and play dark lair end up tilting off of dark lair and playing like um I've been playing quite a bit of secret mage uh quite a bit of you know lists like this I have a velen otk res priest that I've been messing around with it's been really fun it's oh, not fun. as good it's not as good necessarily I don't think it's just straight up uh res priest because it's not as consistent but I really like the combo with velen and I missed the the moment you know, whenever it was back in, in like 2017, 2018, I don't know when Velen was like popular, but w before it was, you know, put in wild before it was nerfed, all that stuff. Um, not nerfed, but like taken out of hall of like, famed, right? Hall, hall of fame is the word. Thank you. Uh, before it was hall of fame, before it was hoffed. I, uh, I imagine that people had some fun with that and I missed the boat. So I've been trying to make that work. Um, it's a pretty sweet list. I can actually send it to you guys if you're interested after the show. Oh, that'd be I fun. can even yeah. post it in the, in the chat. Um, I don't mind sharing it. We it's, got a good place in, in the discord. You can put that. Oh up. yeah. 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 We, uh, we have, have like a wild deck list thing or something. Oh, yes, yes. For every single class. Um, oh, no way. Okay. Separated. Yes. So that's, you guys are much more organized than I will ever be. Uh, yeah, no. If you want to pop into the Born to Be Wild Discord, you can you can definitely it's put cool. that there. That's also where you can find me at because I'm in there. Uh, also, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Hydralisk underscore HS. So, how about you, Mike? Where can people find you at? You can find me here Friday nights. We're back. 2021. Hope everybody had a happy new year. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at MikeLowTV. And um, you could find me on Ladder now exclusively at 11 Stars. 
<laughs> nice. How about nice. you, Nate? Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, the best place to find me is on Twitter at NateWolfTCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. More importantly, you can find the show and everything related at BornToBeWildHS.com. Uh, again, it's BornToBeWildHS, as in Hearthstone.com. And uh, I spent some time actually uh, over the last day or two updating the website, getting a bunch of our uh, older content up there that just wasn't there. And so it's it's pretty um, current as far as uh, all the podcasts and the, and the parody songs and uh, the YouTube stuff. It should be all uh, pretty current. And so if you go there, there's a, you know, all of our content is there, the podcast, the songs, the, the videos, the deck lists, um, and then there's a find us page. So if you go to that page, you can, there's links to the YouTube channel, there's links to the discord and uh, all of the other stuff. And so there's really a thriving community of, uh, wild hearthstone enthusiasts at the discord channel. And so I would highly encourage people to check it out. There's just a lot of fun people there to interact with. We've got lots of deck lists. And uh, just it's a good time in general, so super cool. Yeah, I'll definitely be posting that uh, that list and checking out some of the, the deck lists that people have posted in there. I'm super pumped to get some ideas from from what people have come up with. I'm just sorry, I'm I'm kind of on a different note, but I'm looking at uh, the Discord right now, and it looks super organized and super cool. Thanks. Yes, we got a we've got a good time there. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, right on, right on. So, so we're gonna pivot then to to playing some games. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do uh, some some co op here, and, and I wanted to, uh, I guess, kind of wrap up the show. As so, today is January first of of twenty twenty one. We are now into a new year, and kind of looking back at the past year, you know, there was a lot of bad stuff with all the COVID, but I I couldn't help but think about. Uh, some of the good things as well and just wanted to reflect on that super quick and I was just very thankful that we got this show uh, started back in I think it was March of 2020 and it's just been growing steadily ever since we've had a blast hanging out with everybody uh, growing with the community and, and just having a lot of fun and I thought I would pass the mic over to each of you just as a real quick, like, Hey, what bad, bad things aside, what uh, good things happened to you in 2020? I'll start out with you, Hydra. Yeah. You know what? Um, a good thing would be the very first time I got to guest on the show and I, I filled in one time and then, you know, I got to end up you know, staying on. And I appreciate that so much, Nate. So I thank you for that very, very much. And also now my kid thinks I'm famous. So there's that. <laughs> and he, he tells, he tells all his friends that his, his dad's a famous streamer and he's, he's got a podcast and all that stuff. So that's all been really good. And I'm, you know, I'm also thankful for the fact that my family is all doing quite well and they're all healthy. You know, it's been not an easy year for everybody and, you know, looking forward to this next year and hope everybody still stays safe and stays healthy. And yeah, it's, it, it's, it's been pretty good. Very cool. Mike, what about you? All right. So for me, um, I'm very thankful that, you know, everybody in my family is uh, safe. My kids are doing good. I was able to lock down, the um the job at the school 
So now I was able to successfully pivot from working in the food industry to the education field. So uh, no more uh, making omelets and burgers and fries, you know what I'm saying? Now we're working in classrooms, uh, well, you know, remote and uh, six feet apart. But uh, whenever that comes back around, everybody gets this vaccine. Um, I'll be positioned to be back in the school force where I want to be. So uh, I'm thankful that I'm positioning for myself for whenever the world gets back to what it used to be, maybe. But um, yeah. Hey, that's that's right that's super awesome. Really happy for you. Hey, Glare, what about you? What uh, what good things happened to you in the past year? Uh, so my grandma was actually in the hospital pretty recently with what we think was COVID. She had a uh, positive and a negative test, not the one that I'm living with currently, which was even harder. I found out about it the day after she was hospitalized, right? She's okay now. Uh, she's back to normal. And she had a stroke while she was in the hospital. Ooh, so she's back to normal from that too. And I'm just really grateful that I still have her in my life. Um, I still have all four of my grandparents, uh, which is crazy being 25. And they're, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s at this point, And they're all still here. So I'm just grateful for that. And that, that life has been good to me this year, even as it's been so hard for so many people. Right on. Very cool. All right, you guys. Wiser words right. were never spoken. And you heard that on Born to be Wild.